0: This is Laura Van Arandongbaugh, and you're listening to To Write and Have Written, a writer's guide to the business side. This is an audio recording of the weekly live stream, where you can join us each Tuesday on Twitch. Details and a schedule of upcoming guests and topics can be found at lauravab.com. Now to this week's episode. Okay, hi, everybody. All right, we're gonna see... the last 2 weeks when I've gone live I've forgotten to turn my mic on. So I'm pretty sure I did it all right this time. But you know what I did forget was my uh was my earphones. Oh my gosh, I swear I'm an adult. I'm a responsible person. Worked so hard on my remembering my mic. I forgot to turn on my headphones. All right, let me adjust this real quick so that we don't get circular Are you going to do Oh, you know what? It's not even going to give me that option. Oh my gosh. Okay. There we go. It's all good now. Right. So quick wipe. Look, I just started and I did it all correctly like a real adult. Okay. So thank you guys for coming back. And, uh, oh, good. Thanks. We do have sound. That's awesome. I just needed to, you know, put my own headphones on so I could tell if something was going terribly wrong. So, um, I, it was funny, I, I uh, just saw a comment and I had to laugh, so I'm going to uh, to be distracted for a moment right as we get started. Uh, I had a haircut today, um, finally, my first haircut of the year, um, now that we're like well into September, and um, it, it kind of needed it, it was bad. But one thing my stylist likes to do is she likes to give me a super, super smooth blowout so it looks, you know, very, very professional and very awesome and not at all like, what I look like normally because I don't take the time to do super smooth blowouts or anything, but she likes to do it when, uh, when I get my hair to cut. So that's usually how I do. But I told her specifically today, I'm like, I've got this video thing that I'm doing tonight and I don't want to show up looking completely different from normal and spend a ton of time like talking about why my hair is different because that always comes up. Uh, every time I get, uh, my, every time I get a cut and she blows me out, it's, 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 major topic of conversation for a couple of days and um then was like so let's just skip that I'll just you know do my hair you know I'll let let just let it dry let it do its own thing and it'll be fine and um but it still looks a little bit different and I ran the little teaser video uh, for this today and somebody just commented oh I see you're doing something different with your hair for the do something different and I was like it's it's I'm doomed I'm doomed to to get called out so but no I, I got a haircut today and I was I'm very pleased with my uh with my now properly, uh, properly. I don't know even know what it is. It'll, it'll, it'll look like itself again next week. So, okay. All right. Thanks for joining me. Hi, we're going to talk about something new again. And last time we talked about doing something new creatively and, um, no, <laughs> okay, we're good. I, I liked it. It made me laugh. Um, last time we talked about doing something new, I'm sorry, in marketing this week, we're going to talk about doing something new in, uh, your, your creating, uh, in, because, uh, it's really easy when you're trying to make a career of being creative to stop being creative, <laughs> um, and so I w- you know you just get in a rut because you have goals and you have responsibilities and deadlines and stuff. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about staying creative and trying something new to make your productivity better. So that's what we're on about tonight. Uh, so I guess the the logical place to start with this. Is um <laughs> doom hair, thanks, Seeker. Um, the logical place to start with this tonight is uh talking about writer's block, which you can hear a lot about writer's block, and I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it now, I'll just uh, kind of use it as a launch pad to get into the rest of it. But I'm gonna tell you that for the most part, writer's block does not exist. This does not in any way, shape, or form mean that writing is not hard sometimes. It's really hard sometimes. Um, creating in any uh, medium is going to be hard sometimes. But writer's block, the way it is traditionally spoken of, is that if it is some mystical thing where the muses just come down and bop you on the head and stop the flow, um, that that doesn't exist. That's, uh, that's largely a myth. And it comes I think out of two things that on the surface appear to be very different, but actually are kind of related. Um, The first one is that you are, uh, you're you're editing too much while you're predicting, (laughs) you know, you're trying to write and at the same time you're trying to evaluate if what you're making is any good and you can't make and evaluate at the same time. Uh, you can do very rapid task switching. Sometimes that it feels like you're doing that, um, but it's really not the most efficient way to do it. And uh, the way, the reason it looks like more advanced practitioners can do that, is not because they're actually making and evaluating in the same moment, but because they have practiced making so much that they're making stuff starting at a at a at a more advanced level, um, so that. You know they're not actually evaluating and redoing it on the fly. Um, hey, <laughs> okay. hey, hey, hey! Stop looking over my shoulder at my creative process, Laura. Thank you. That's that's. I, I'm just going to tell you that these the way I know these things is not from spying on other people. Um, yeah, there's there's a reason I felt like I was able to speak to this topic. Um, but you are, uh, you know, when you're when you're trying to evaluate while you're making. You're really not going to do a good job at either one. Uh, multitasking is generally speaking not your friend, and that's true in this this particular task as well. So, um, you know, so that is a major major source of writer's block. Is well, I can't write. I can't write this down, or I can't draw this picture. Or I can't do whatever um, because as I'm making it, I'm deciding it's not good enough. Well, of course you can't make it while you're making that judgment. Okay, that's fine. Like. Again, the the job of a first draft is simply to exist. So you have something to fix for the second draft. Don't, don't make it, don't ask it to be more than that. It's really not fair of anybody involved, the draft, you, anybody. Uh, so, uh, so that is, that is the first, and I think the bigger cause of writer's block. Uh, the other cause of writer's block um, just comes from fundamentally not understanding that being a writer is more than, sipping coffee and complaining about writing. <laughs> so if, uh, you know, you, 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 that's that's the, I, I need to sit and wait for the muse to come down and descend from the sky with angelic chorus and, and just proffer me on a platter, on a gilded platter, here is your completed project. Now just uh, sign your name on it and we're done. Um, and that's not how it works either. I'm really sorry. (laughs) That's, that's not a thing. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, one is not a runner because you sit on the couch and complain about running being difficult. Um, lots of people can sit on the couch, by the way, I'm not saying this to be elitist about people who are not runners. I am not a runner, uh, In any way, shape or form. In fact, if you should ever see me running, do not hesitate to ask questions. Don't just just start running because there's obviously something bad going down. Right. So um, so that's the case. But I say that because it's incredibly obvious. It's a great example of, you know, you can't be a runner or get better at running by sitting on the couch and talking about running. So you're not going to get better at creating by talking about creating. You need to sit down and create and not stop yourself from creating in the moment by evaluating, oh, what I'm making isn't good. Okay, that's fine. That's not its job. It's a rough draft. Okay, you can't edit a blank page. You can't steer a parked car. Just make the thing. So that's, um, we're going to start with what, you know, that, that form of writer's block, I'm going to say in most cases, it does not exist. Now, there are times when you can get blocked or have difficulty creating, and one of those uh, we talked about, um, you know, a few weeks ago, when we talked about creating in twenty twenty, where there is a lot of external stresses and distractions and things that are interfering with your creative process. Those are real, okay? <laughs> like if you are if you are worried about how you are going to make rent this month, and um, so you are not uh, you are trying to squeeze extra hours into your day job, so you are not uh, working out that one finicky plot problem. That's fine. you got priorities. Okay. That's, that's, that's no big deal. That's good. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got excited for a moment and I missed the chat and I just looked over and saw all the, all the chat comments. And, um, so Grace points out quite aptly, let's not mix, uh, what we traditionally call right and left brain tasks. Um, you know, so that those are, um, they're not literally right and left brain. We know that now, but they're, but they're very definitely different kinds of functions. So leave them, don't try to squish them together. And I love, um, Kate's over here, you know, just all caps, lies, sips coffee. So, um, <laughs> that is, again, I, I speak here with some knowledge of this topic, um, except I don't drink coffee. So that is, um, that's my out that I'm definitely not talking about myself because I don't drink coffee. Um, Okay. Yeah. So great observation here from Natalie. Guys, thanks. Just keep, just keep feeding me my lines here. This is good. Um, Natalie says the frustrating thing is that the effortless inspiration from the sky happens just often enough for me to spend the rest of the year going, well, obviously you can do it like that because it happened that one time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm there. I'm, I'm right there with you. So I have a a story in my uh, authorial history that I sat down at, I'm going to say probably seven or 8 PM, um, with a big old pile of, of caffeine. It's not that I don't do caffeine. It's that I don't do coffee. I just get it in a very unhealthy form, um, which is soft drinks. And, um, don't judge me. It's 2020. I have my vices. Um, and anyway, I sat down in the evening and I wrote this story and by four or 5 AM, I'd put out somewhere just over 10,000 words. And, um, I changed, I reread it, changed like two words, sent it off, sold it on its first submission, and it won an award later that year. Uh, or uh, actually, it was later that it won it. doesn't matter. It eventually won an award. The heck, okay? Like, that does not happen. And that is one of those things that you just absolutely thank you, God. I really appreciate that gift. But let's not get used to that. Because um, if I just sit around waiting for that to happen again, I'm going to be doing a lot of sitting and not a lot of writing. So um, yeah, there are absolutely times when you get into flow state and things are amazing. And, and there are ways you can train yourself to get into flow state. So that's a thing that, you know, just put away for the future. But but yeah, you know, the fact that it happened the one time, you know, we we all know the, the beginner's luck uh, situation where, um, you know, you went to, uh, you went to the the pool game, the shooting match, whatever. And, and you, you nailed that one shot and then you're like, okay, walk away before it goes bad. (laughs) You can't assume that it's always going to go like that. So, uh, yeah. So from that perspective, um, Writer's block is uh, is a myth, but it still there's still times when it's really really hard to make something. Um, that's for me right now. Hi Kyle, thanks for stopping by. Um, but yeah, this water story that I'm working on is kicking my butt, and there's no good reason for it. I don't know why. I, I'm writing it in the same setting, um, a you know World War II fantasy. I've written three stories here previously. I feel like I know exactly where I want the story to go. It's just not going there. And I have no idea why it's giving me so much trouble, but it is, but that's okay because I had other things to be working on at the same time. And, um, so that's, uh, that's one of the things we're talking about is having multiple projects. So yeah, Natalie says her first nonfiction draft went from zero to nearly publishable in 10 days. Which makes everything else feel deathly slow and extinctiony by comparison. Yeah, when it gets right, it's it's like when you we know, um, you know Natalie and I both work in behavior, um, and uh, when you have that that client who uh, you know has like oh no no I had this one dog who would never leave the yard, uh, it, we didn't have to put her on leash we didn't have to have a fence she just naturally stayed on the front porch. And I'm like well. I'm real glad that you had that perfect stuffed animal the one time, but that's not normal. And we can't expect the rest of the (laughs) rest of the natural population to to act like that. So, okay. And, um, and Grace says she doesn't get writer's block ever. Awesome. We'll just quietly beat you up in an alley after class. Yeah, that's great. Uh, But she says there's a thing called avoidance that totally happens. Absolutely. Especially when the manuscript is beating me up on the playground, Um, avoidance is a real thing because I'm going to go in there. I'm going to stare at these words. They're the same words that they're there last time. And the time before that, they have not gotten better. I'm not going to make anything better. And it's so frustrating. And so why would I want to go and do that? Good question. That's why we have some things, uh, 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 we have some things to talk about. Sorry, I'm trying to read the, read, talk and read the chat at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Natalie, sorry. You are, but my last dogging, uh, Heart to heart, you are have you are that person right now. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so we'll move past. We got things to do. All right. Hmm. Oh my gosh, I have a drinking problem. It's twenty twenty, and I'm going down. I swear, it's it's water. It's not gin. I'm hmm. that guy on airplane. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's let's move on. Um, here's the thing where people get into trouble with the writer's block myth, uh, or the creator's block myth, again, this applies to all medium, um, is there's, there's too much focus on willpower. I'm just going to sit down. And if I am a moral person, I can just will this project to come into existence. And, uh, that's, I mean, maybe, maybe for some people that might happen, that's not really how it works for me. Um, so, actually, if I'm working on deadline, where, um, funny story for you, I'll tell you in just a minute. Um, but on a number of cases in my authorial career, actually more than I'm thinking about it, than I probably want to admit to, I have sat down and said, "Okay, I need to produce this story this week," or sometimes in the next twenty four hours. Um, and the way, the only way I can make that happen is by giving myself permission to utterly fail, I am going to start typing and I'm going to keep typing and I'm going to produce a phenomenal number of obscenely bad words and uh, not, not bad words, but inferior words. Okay. Yeah. This is still a PG rated event. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm just going to, you know, absolutely just puke up, you know, something that remotely resembles prose. And, uh, and then I'll just, enough of it out that by the law of statistics you know an infinite number of monkeys i will get a few words that i can work with and um then we can um, take take pieces of that and and put them together what i have found is that by giving myself permission to be awful i can i turn off that evaluation uh thing that again you can't do at the same time that we just talked about a moment ago. And by turning off that evaluation mode, it actually allows me to be a better creator because I'm not getting in my own way. So I can produce faster and I actually produce better when I give myself permission to produce junk. Uh, Because by having permission to produce junk, I get out of the way and I produce good stuff. I Hope that makes sense. It's completely counterintuitive, but I hope it makes sense. And I'm sorry, I just saw the chat like go flying by, so I'm gonna try to catch up and see what's going on because I don't want to miss people. Um, oh, Kyle, you can totally write. Like this is this is exactly what we're talking about right here, right here. <laughs> like just you know the, the whole the whole point of this is this is absolutely something you can do, and you don't. Nobody starts by I I do not. There's no way I can just sit up off my couch and be like, hey, I'm gonna run a marathon today it's not how it works. You got to start with the jogging and nobody likes the jogging, but that's how you get started. So, um, <laughs> Grace is, I've been ready for three weeks to start my next novel, but do you think I've ever sat down to do it? Nope. Hey, Grace, virtual high five. Yeah, that's, um, definitely not what I'm doing right now. So, but yeah, absolutely. Give yourselves permission to fail. Um, you know, that to me is one of the, the, um, biggest and most freeing things. And, I have found it is c- completely counterintuitively, the worse I allow myself to be, the better my product actually is. And I found that to be the case on multiple occasions. So that is my, um, a few years ago, uh, I I started noticing like, this is this is just random things, but I started noticing I would swap homony- homophones and homonyms. And um, that is not something that, I had ever done personally, like this is something that I have, you know, for decades, I have known there, there, and there are different words, that kind of thing. But I would catch myself as I was writing, uh, that I would use the wrong there or the wrong your, and I'm not going to lie. It kind of creeped me out because that is something that I had never struggled with my entire life. And then I noticed that I was having trouble staying on task and staying focused, cut to the chase those were the first signs of what actually turned out to be a thyroid infection. So I started having weird things going on with my thyroid, which of course affects your brain and, and all this other stuff. So good news. Everything's fine. Um, but where I was at this time, um, I went through a prolonged period of, I felt very stupid and I was uh also doing some major lifestyle changes you know i was on um a diet which was ex- incredibly restrictive trying to get this back under control and that sort of thing and um the short version is that i was uh, my my productivity was absolutely shot like i was getting nothing done um in the fiction department and staying focused and writing good words was really really hard There was also an anthology that I really wanted to participate in because it sounded like a lot of fun and um, its deadline was approaching and I was not able to. And so I sat down, I remember, I think we were closing on like the last seven or nine days before deadline. And um, I just sat down and I I consciously said to myself, I'm just going to keep my fingers moving I don't know what's going to come out. It doesn't matter. I'll sort that later. I'm just going to keep my fingers moving. And in the beginning, it was really, really rough. Um, Not going to lie, pretty ugly. Um, But as I kept going, I started getting more into flow state, and I started because my job was just to keep things coming. It didn't. There was no time to to wonder if it was a good idea or not. Just puke it on the page, keep going. Um, and (laughs) then uh, anyway, the short. Short version is that's, I love that story. That's my Mrs. Claus story. Um, it's in the Mrs. Claus anthology, uh, which Rhonda Parrish uh, edited and, um, I just resold it. It's going to be out in a audio, um, st- uh, fiction podcast this, this winter, uh, this, this Christmas. And, uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun. So, um, the, the idea, the idea being that you can get stuff done, even under duress with that sort of thing. I think that that had a point to tie into the thyroid thing and everything else when I started, it doesn't matter. Now it's gone. Like my brain is, uh, my brain is gone. So yeah, grace is confirming, um, you know, pay less attention to the initial output and it actually gets better. Quantity leads to quality. Yeah. And it feels very wrong to say it that way, but it really does. And here's the thing you as a normal functioning human, you're trained, uh, personally and socially, to focus on the negative. So you will sit down and you'll say, okay, I'm going to write 5,000 words. And you'll write 5,000 words, but you'll look at it and you'll go, oh, man, this scene is really choppy. The pacing of this scene is is awful. And, and the, the characterization in here is just not good. And yeah, that was a bad idea. That was 500 words of your 5,000. Okay, most of it was good stuff. But then you you know, get, got mad about this part. And so you kind of write off the entire thing. I promise you, if you just, just sit down and write, not everything is going to be awful. It's just statistically extremely improbable that everything you produce will in a session will be awful. Um, so just get in the habit of producing something and then going through and picking out the good parts. So <laughs> Kate, stop reading my drafts, Laura, all caps. I love it. It just makes me laugh. Um, okay. You know, like, again, I'm not, I'm not making this stuff up. There's a reason I feel like I can share this. So, okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on. Um, what have I got here? Uh, I had notes when I started. Oh, I was talking about, there's too much focus on willpower. There is, you know, so it's, it's not about morality. It's not just if I'm a good person and I concentrate really hard, I can magically, I can force out this good, good product. That's not how it works. Um, You need to be able to set yourself up for success. And part of that is reducing that expectation load, like I talked about. Um, And I'm going to say, I don't don't know how I would quantify this scientifically, but just between us, like very non-scientifically, creativity can be depleted just like anything else. You can overwork a muscle. You can run out of air. (laughs) You can, you can deplete your creativity. At some point you need to refill your creativity. You need to, um, you know, recharge the battery. Uh, but there are better and worse ways to do that. And I'm going to say, by by the way, we are finally rolling around to the title screen of tonight's talk. Um, one of the best ways to do that is to try something new. Um, and, that's not what we often want to do. Frequently we're like, oh man, things are getting hard. I'm going to go watch a movie or I'm going to go play my casual phone game. <laughs> Guilty. Okay, okay. okay. These kind of things. You want to go do something, um, that's completely separate. Those are not inherently bad ideas, but they're not always your best idea. So I'm just going to give you another thing to keep in mind. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Grace, Grace points out willpower is for the first 30 seconds of work when we hate it, or it might last for a few minutes, but after that it gets easier. Absolutely. And I think we talked about this, um, a few weeks ago in the show when I am like stupid things like, I don't want to get in the shower. Oh, I get in the shower and it's fine. But I just, you know, that moment of, I want to get in the shower and now I'm back to assuring people. Yes, I know you can't smell me. It's the internet, but I do take showers. I promise. Okay. So all right. Let's talk about uh, what to do to make your uh, to to help replenish your creativity. So, where I'm going after this is one of the big things is to you want to keep your brain in the habit. You want to keep yourself in the habit of making rather than consuming. I am not against consuming for one thing on a purely mercenary level. If people didn't consume, I wouldn't sell books. So please buy my books. Okay, but there's nothing wrong like. I get ideas. My creativity, my battery is recharged when I read other books, when I watch movies, when I play games. Okay. Like all of these things are valid, um, and useful, but if I always escape from difficult creating into consuming, I'm training myself to quit creating and start consuming. Again, consumption is not bad, but consumption is not creating And I'm going to make it harder for myself to get back in the creating groove if I'm constantly greasing that groove toward consumption as an escape route. So let's talk about creating something different, which will still keep you in that mode, but take the pressure of that particular project off. And here's one of the great things when you try something brand new. So I'm not talking about, you know, I'm... I'm normally a marathoner, and now I'm going to run uh on the street instead of on the sidewalk okay I, I don't know why I keep using running metaphors because I'm not a runner, but except that I think I'm in constant awe of it, so that's uh to me, it sounds like you know this is a this is a great example of a really elite person um but when you start something completely new that you are that you don't have a background in, your progress will be so much faster. Than if you try something that you have already done before, this sounds weird, but hear me out. Um, if I, if I'm going to, I'm going to talk about ice skating, because it's another thing that I have no experience with. (laughs) So, but I think it makes a really clear example. If I'm going to go and learn how to ice skate, my initial experience is I'm going to learn how to stand on the skates. I'm going to learn how to propel. I'm going to learn how to turn. And I'm going to go from can't stand up to making conscious directional choices fairly quickly. Um, I am not going to be doing any triple axles, but I'm going to go from zero to 60 fairly quickly, where 60 means I'm traveling under my own power and not getting injured. Right. However, if you are an elite ice skater, you have been ice skating for a very long time with an absurd amount of practice behind you, the effort it takes to make even a minuscule improvement to go to the next level is so much more than the effort it took to go from absolute beginner to competent. All right. So that is why at the Olympic level, you will see people putting in a hundred hours to make, to move up a decimal point in their score. So a hundred hours of practice to move up just a tiny little fraction of a score point Um, Versus, you know, I can go from an absolute rookie to competent within a week or two. All right. So that is what I'm after here is if you go and try something new, you're going to get better very quickly. You're going to see progress quickly. And that feels good to see progress. It's about reinforcement. Um, again, day job is behavior. I can generate a lot of reinforcement at the beginning because I'm seeing progress with literally every step. Um, oh, look, I made another three feet without falling. I feel really good about that. Um, and, and you should, okay. Please do feel good about that. That's the point. Um, but it also means I can harness that readily available reinforcement and use it to feel better about the progress I'm making, which will carry over into other things that I need to, um, feel better about. And it's not, I'm using, I'm using very casual language. That I'm going to feel better about this, um, because I don't want to go into complete nerd land and talk about reinforcement histories and, and depth of reinforcement and all of that. And, um, really like there's not that many people who want to sign up for that. Uh, but that, um, but that's the concept I'm having here. I mean, this isn't something just fuzzy-wuzzy. I feel good about myself. Yay. It's scientifically speaking, that is what is going to fuel and motivate your behavior. So I hope that made sense when i went off in this, this this long Benny Trail about ice skating and whatnot. But the idea that being, you try something new, you're going to progress from rank beginner to competent far more quickly than you are going to progress from reasonably competent creator to slightly more competent creator, uh, just because that's the nature of how learning works. So take that energy and use it. Note the flip side of this is that this is why people quit, uh, as they get, you know, so far into uh, a pursuit and then it starts getting harder and harder to make the same amount of progress. So people get less you know, if you don't, if you don't find that inherently reinforcing, it's not inherently enjoyable on its own. Um, that's where people will start slowing down because their return on investment is, is appears to be getting lower. Um, well, it doesn't appear to be going lower. They are putting more work in for the same return. And, um, and that's, that's just how it is. And that's, that's fine. That means I can choose at that point. Do I find ice skating enjoyable enough to want to cont- continue to pursue it and get better? Or do I just, did I just need to be competent? Did I just need to have that one fun weekend? that's a, the, both of those are fine choices. I have made both choices. <laughs> no, this is great. I just needed to t- get my feet wet. Oh no, that's, this is really cool. And I'm going to continue pursuing it. Yeah. Both of those are valid, but just take it and use it for what you can get out of it regardless. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm getting some weird red lights here. Am I still connected? hope that wasn't like a 20 minute rant and I wasn't even going here. Okay. All right. Oh, thanks, Natalie. I'm still connected. Good. Okay. I'm just gonna hope those lights mean everything's fine. All right. (laughs) All right. So, uh, I'm trying new things right here. Um, what I wanted to tell you, I, uh, some things I'm, I'm trying to practice what I preach. Uh, I have the water story, which is not, going well at all, but which is due at the end of the month. So I'm going to work, uh, real darn hard on that. And, um, I have dark chocolate stashed away to push me through this at the end. Um, <laughs> okay. Rant hurt Thank you. Thank you, chat friends. Um, okay. And, um, so, one of the things that I'm doing to get around this water story problem is that I keep alternating. I'll look at the water story. I'll go over to Ken and kind. I'll look at the water story. I'll go write, um, the, the G is for ghost story. Um, and, and that sort of thing. So, uh, the G of the G is for ghost, um, is <laughs> when I said a moment ago, uh, I, I was writing under deadline. I had completely forgot. Hi Rhonda. If you're listening to this, please, go change your laundry or, or something. Um, uh, so G is for ghosts. So that's part of the alphabet anthologies. And I had, um, completely forgotten, totally forgotten to, uh, put it on my calendar. It was, it was on there, but it was, it was wrong. So I had the deadline wrong. And so, um, I got this nice little email saying, yeah, your story is due in, you know, three days, if you haven't submitted it already, just friendly reminder. And I was like, oh, I should probably have a premise for that like I had nothing. So, um, I worked, uh, my butt off on that story, but it was fun because it was a different genre. So I was doing something that, um, was a, it's, uh, it's a kind of a psychological horror. It's not, it's not, um, it's not gore fest. It's not, that's not what I, I splatter punk's not my thing, but I wanted something that was just one of those, is it, or isn't it in your head, uh, kind of horror pieces. And, um, it was a lot of fun, because it was so incredibly different from what I was doing uh nothing at all like the water story nothing at all uh like kin and kind um just like let me go mess with somebody's head and critique postmodernism and, and all of that and um and so that was a lot of fun and um and then I got it in under the wire and made it so yay you can come back now Rhonda. stories in your inbox everything's cool um but that is uh a, a great example of I was able to turn on that and move quickly because it was so different. I wasn't feeling burned out in that area. I wasn't feeling like I had been beating my head against that story for a long time. I was able to move on to something else. I've got another work in progress that um, I don't talk about a lot because I have no idea what to call it still. Um, you know, I'm 150,000 words in. It has no title. This is classic Lara. Uh But when I get stuck on Kin and Kind, I go and I work on this other story. And, uh, you know, it just keeps me from getting stuck and feeling frustrated because I'm still making progress. I'm just doing, making progress on something else, but I'm not just falling into the, ah, fine, I can't do anything, uh, mental trap. So, um, there are people who work on one project at a time in, in sequence, always. I've heard of them. I believe they exist. I'm not one of those people. (laughs) For me, the the ability to rotate is actually part of what keeps me um, happy and productive as a creator. So the other thing um, that I'm trying now, which is completely new, uh, totally um, not my normal thing at all, uh, but I'm real excited about it. And you guys actually are the first people to hear about it because I have not spoken about it online yet, but uh, I'm making a cookbook. Uh, Don't panic. It's, it's got, it's all about chocolate. So it's still classic Um, (laughs) Laura. But uh, so three of us are collaborating together on making a s'mores cookbook. And um, so we, and it sounds crazy, but it's been so much fun. So we have uh, probably roughly 70 s'mores recipes and that sounds crazy, but I'm I'm not kidding. Can you guys like indulge me for for a second here. I actually have, um, I was working on this before, uh, before the show. And so I've got photos. I don't know. Like it's like, these are, these are pictures that are going into the book. Um, I've got photos that I was working on a slideshow going, Oh gosh, why is this stupid thing? There we go. See, now that you can see this, but Oh my gosh, guys, I'm having so much fun. And this is using all the different things. I'm doing different kinds of layout. We were doing photography. Um, I'm taking these photos. I don't consider myself a photographer. I know just enough to to fake things, but this is allowing me to stretch and allow me-, me to look at this and go, oh my gosh, I made this photo and it's really good and 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 these kinds of things. So um so that's the kind of things that I'm getting excited about. So um doing that and and like I said, rotating projects is really important for me. And you just the idea is you just want to keep the habit of creating rather than just consuming. If every time something gets hard, fine, I'm going to go watch a movie instead, then um, then be, that's what you're training your brain to do. Every time it gets hard, I'm going to stop creating and go to consume. And again, nothing at all bad about consuming. <laughs> art is here to be consumed. But what I don't want is to train my brain that the, the usual and proper way to respond when things get sticky is to quit. That's not what I'm doing. Okay. So please consume the art. But consume the art when you choose to, not because something got hard. So thanks. I, uh, I, I see in the chat, like, I'm, I'm so excited about those uh, those photos and those s'mores. Like, this is a dumb thing to get excited about. But I've never done a cookbook before. And it's going to be like, hey, look at this thing. I'm so bad at branding, guys. Um, like what I said when we talked about branding, I'm like, you know, it's so much better if you can pick a niche or a genre. Um, and this is why I brand for myself rather than a a, a Particular genre niche because I'm so bad at staying in my lane. So hey, I write epic fantasy and nonfiction and mystery and cookbooks. This is definitely a do as I say, not as I do thing. So okay, (laughs) let's move on. Um, And I just want to emphasize too that all the time that I'm talking about this, and I keep talking about what to do, what to do, what to do. There is, it is important to take breaks. I am not saying. Don't take breaks. Please take breaks. I'm saying to take conscious, you know, make conscious choices about your breaks. So, um, oh, hang on. Let's see what's this. Um. <laughs> so, Natalie, Natalie is uh, is is speaking my lingo over here. So, avoiding. Oh, this got hard, and the reinforcement reinforcement schedule thinned. Let me escape the aversive pressure and go seek out reinforcement with an easily highly preferred behavior instead. Yes that's it we are moving from low probability to high probability and recharging that battery and then carrying that reinforcement history into our new scenario with behavioral momentum on our side absolutely all right and um <laughs> and uh yeah kate's helping me out with my branding here <laughs> she says your s'mores are finding agency in their gooey chocolatey yeah you know what i'm just going to go with uh, gooey chocolate fuels good decisions I don't know if that's true, but it's certainly an approach I'm willing to, to argue for. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, my point is there's, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you a lot of like how to do self-care. There's so many self-care podcasts and self-care articles and whatnot out there. And, but what I'm going to say is that refreshing and maintaining your creativity is more than, you know, putting on a, uh, cosmetic facial mask and, uh, you know, getting a pedicure or lighting a scented candle, you know, that kind of thing like, like, that not that um, that is a deliberately cliched view of self care that I'm promoting there, but I'm what am I, I'm emphasizing for effect. I want you to think about the choices you're making to train your brain, as well as I'm just going to take a break. I'm just going to take a break is absolutely legit and can be a fabulous decision. I'm just saying, make sure it is a decision and not a default of when things get hard, I just quit. That's my that's what I'm after. So. All right. (laughs) Um, yes. So, uh, the, the chat is agreeing that this chocolate, uh, may require extensive testing for science and, uh, I'm I'm all in guys like, uh, for science, but we would just be the responsible thing to do to experiment and see. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and there's lots of ways that you can be using your brain while you're taking these breaks and, um, you know, and again, just go, I just want to chill and watch a movie and let somebody feed me a story. That's fine. Okay. But there's lots of other ways that you can do something that's still, um, you know, maybe look for something interactive. So you're still creating while you're consuming. Uh, one fairly common way to do this is tabletop role-playing games. So Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, you know, any of these kinds of things. Um, and, uh, TTRPG, uh, lets you you don't have to come up with the entire story, but you could get to contribute to the story and collaborate on the story. So that can be a really good way to, um, keep your hand in, but without taking on the whole weight and the whole responsibility of creating yourself. And, um, I have a number of game groups that are, some are, you know, relatively typical, I'll say gaming groups. And, um, there's one that is almost entirely creative, uh, you know, professional creatives, um, at the table. And I tell you, that thing is a wild ride. (laughs) We had a lot of fun with that. Um, so you just, you know, you just kind of play off each other and let your brain go and you can't get in too much trouble, uh, because there are some, there's some rails. Sorry. I'm pretty sure my, my GM is listening to one of my GMs is listening to me right now. And, um, Hey, I apologize. Thank you for GMing. us, (laughs) us, <laughs> but, but he does a good job of keeping the rails on. So we can't get into too much trouble. Um, but yeah, I mean, play like anything, just, just make your, just try, experiment with something, um, take away all the expectations, um, that, you know, here, if I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to write this, I have expectations that it needs to come out a certain way. It needs to be a certain level of achievement. It needs to be this, you know, this quality when I'm done. And, and I bring that because I have experience in that medium of creativity. If I sit down with Play-Doh, I don't have the same weight of expectations that I'm going to produce, you know, a Venus or something here. You know, I'm not going to come out with a Nike in my Play-Doh because I don't have the history there. So I'm allowed to just create and experiment without pressure. And absolutely you can choose to to take away that pressure from yourself and other medium as well. But if you aren't used to that, then start experimenting with that, train yourself to do that by doing it in places where you don't have that weight of expectation. So, all right. That I think is most of what I had uh, um, to rant on this particular ranty rant. Um, so I guess my, my take home message for you guys is to, you know, when things get sticky, go do something else for a while and come back. Like, gosh, Laura, why didn't you say that? It's, you know, 45 minutes ago, we could have been done. Um, but you know, I really, I'm just, uh, after training my brain to experiment, training myself to take the pressure off. And, um, like I said, I have personally found that the better I get at removing the, the pressure, the less inhibited, uh, my productivity becomes and the better I actually produce, um, because I get out of my own way. So Okay. Um, and just a heads up for next week is a learn with me theme week. And we are going to have Kelly McCath on. Um, Kelly is, uh, a folklorist, uh, by, by profession. And she has this wonderfully academic take on all the things that we talk about and do in our stories. Um, either, you know, the tropes or specific uses of, of fairy tales or retellings or, um, or whatnot. So um, Kelly and I have talked about, um, I know things we've been in several anthologies together. That's actually how I know her. Um, and so she is going to join me on here next week. So if you have questions um, for her uh, related to anything about this at all, like don't don't feel you have to to bring in a very academic question. Just anything related to folklore, storytelling, uh, myth, legend, all of that, um, feel free, excuse me, feel free to drop those questions to me using any of the many ways of, of contact. And, um, I'll make sure to uh, have them ready for next week. And then of course, you're welcome to ask questions while we are live and chatting next week as well. So, um, yeah, so we are going to do creative things. Oh, um, sorry, just up in the yeah, um, Grace is bringing up for toy photography in the um, in the chat. Toy photography is another thing that you know you've got some some structure built in because this is a toy that comes with a particular character and, and backstory, and 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 so there's uh, some setting to to work with, but you get to do whatever you want. So yeah, you don't always have to make everything up entirely from scratch. And I'm going to mention the F word: fan fiction. Uh, may also be a way to, to utilize that. And, um, you know, people have different feelings about it and whatever, have a good time, but, um, just don't make money off other people's stuff. That's, that's the, that's the really short version. But if you really want to experiment with something, you don't have to invent something from scratch. If you're using somebody else's characters and settings, um, you can have a good time, uh, you know, playing with a concept there and you still got to do something creative. So, okay. Yeah. So, that's what I've got, guys. So, um yeah, so send me questions uh for Kelly and I will see you next week for a learn with me, and then we will be doing our create in the week after that. So, that is what I've got. Everybody, take care. Have an awesome evening or morning, depending on where you are or when you listen to this. Just just go be awesome. Go do something creative. There we go. Take care guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find details on the weekly live stream, upcoming guests and topics, subscription and support information and more at lauravab.com. Your shares, reviews, and support are very much appreciated. Until next time.